who's gonna do the the opening but then i was like well no i remember who did it last and then i realized i didn't there was like anyway. a three second pause and then we both said hey but hey welcome to weezer has turned and left us here weezer's turn and left us here we're back we, we're getting better at this right 25 episodes in this is the 25th episode i think we, we only do one take so yeah yeah that's true this is 25th episode oh yeah plus, I don't know. plus a mini so i labeled it that but i didn't check to see if it was right oh no I don't it know. is yeah Oh, cool. Uh, oh, I just punched my mic. Yeah, we're very <laughs> professional. Yeah, but this is the podcast where we talk about the band Weezer, specifically just random mm-hmm. topic, not random, but interesting topics about the band. Um, yeah, like we don't go members, song by yeah. song. Well, we do sometimes. <laughs> we don't, but we're not going like in order of albums. We're just like, what do we feel like talking about? Because you and I, as I've mentioned before, we know each other from Weezer message boards back in the day. more than 15 years ago (laughs) yeah and you know you'd talk about anything i mean we we would talk about it would would be not weezer related stuff but i would go into all things weezer and you'd just talk about anything like hey brian's haircut you know (laughs) yeah we could have named this podcast all things weezer oh we thought about it i thought you were saying we should have named this podcast brian's haircut (laughs) yeah from at this point we talk about his hair a lot also we should say i'm matt (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm Sarah. Yeah, we're we're your hosts for mm-hmm. for t- for today's episode and all the episodes really. I just ate a bunch of chili, so I <laughs> sound tired. We're yeah, we get better every week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can fun. tell you why I'm tired because why? Yes. Oh, so <laughs> see that sigh that I just made. <laughs> is that a good sigh? Or that is a that is a bad is there, sigh. Is there ever a good sigh? I don't think there is. But go on. Yeah, but there's my phone that I forgot to silence. Uh, oh, I forgot to do that too. <laughs> Of course, my brother texts me now. Um, <laughs> so, about Weezer? Hi, Paul. <laughs> so I, I've had some like in my shower. There's been like stuff coming up from this from the drain, oh. which is you know not a great sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would like kind of like there'd be like a tiny bit. And I'd be like you know it would just wash away when I turn the shower on until uh, yesterday morning when there was like sewage, <gasps> like half an inch of sewage that had come up out of the drain. So I called my no. landlord right away and told him, and then like it, most of it went away. I'm like, Oh, that's probably what it looked like all the other times, but I only saw it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh yeah, there's a, there's a plumber coming. Um, cause I'm in a duplex as I mentioned before. And he said, I think that your neighbors have been flushing stuff down the toilet. They shouldn't, which what? <laughs> I don't know. You know <laughs> makes me wonder a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, okay, so, you know, I can just go without a shower for a day. I work from home. Um, I actually had a meeting that I had to, like an in-person meeting. I'm like, hey, I'll just wear a baseball cap. I showered the night before. So it oh, kind of yeah. worked out. So Dry shampoo. You've got to get into that dry shampoo game. Changed uh, pro- my life. Pro- yeah, I probably should. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my hair, no, whatever. We're need to get into that. Um, <laughs> this is Brian's hair. The so the plumber 
has not shown up today. It mm. did not come today. So it's supposed to come tomorrow, but that means again, I didn't shower today. Um, and you know, after like, you know, I can survive like a day without showering and I feel fine, but now I'm feeling all oily and dirty yeah. and my okay. hair gets really oily. Um, and then what makes it even more fun is that we mentioned before that uh, before the podcast, I had to move the space heater out of the room because mm-hmm. it makes noise. That's because it got really cold last night. Like a huge cold huh. snap came in and guess whose heater isn't on yet? Yours. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Wait, so, is yours because you have to like light it? Yeah. So I called the landlord mm-hmm. yesterday to come and light the pilot light. Um, and they came and they couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> It, so, it does seem hard. I, I have one of those too. Mine has like a little key. Yeah, yeah there, there's that. But then it's like you have to have like a long stick mm-hmm, with like mm-hmm. a match on the end. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's in a register and fl- like a floor register. And uh, oh, so so I busted out the space heater, which I have luckily, and cranked that up. And, you know, it uses a lot more, you know, it, uses, it takes a lot more electricity to heat a room than it does, uh, um, you know, gas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've been kind of shivering, not shivering all day, but, you know, I'm glad that I had washed all my, uh, all my winter clothes a couple weeks ago. So they're not oh, all wow. dusty and musty or whatever, but yeah, people have winter clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like last night the low was like 33. Oh my God. But it is, it is October. Yeah. I feel like that's getting to where it should be for fall weather. Well, that's more winter weather, but well, I don't know about there, but that would be winter weather here. Um, yeah, it's, it is definitely getting to be winter time. I think that they said, I, I, I think the low was 33 yesterday. If it got to 32, it was the lowest, uh, it was the earliest freeze in like a decade or something. Oh my God. So it's like, uh, but, oh. but before we get to your stuff, I, I do have one good piece of news. Oh yeah. I bought a Nintendo switch. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned that on last week's episode, but it was like a sidebar oh. to your oh, other I, story. I received like it, I received my Nintendo Switch. I've been playing it oh. nonstop for like two days. I, what game pl- are you playing? Uh, Mario Maker Two. Oh, Mario Maker looks so fun. It is so fun. I am so bad at it. <laughs> I am like I. I've worst. watched some of those videos of like people who make the hardest levels, and it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I I actually really enjoy watching people play it on Twitch, which is yeah. something I would never thought I would say. Cause yeah. I tried watching people play other video games on Twitch, but it's just not that entertaining, but mm-hmm. I don't know. The Mario maker makes sense. Cause you, everyone knows Mario. Yeah. Like we all remember playing it. All Do you watch people terrible. make them or play them? Uh, play them. I, the mm-hmm. making is kind of boring to me. Yeah. I guess it'd be boring to watch someone make a level, but yeah. yeah. I, I, so, some people really like it, but also, you know, the people when they make the, the levels i think the ones that a lot of people watch are the ones that are super experts yeah are just amazing yeah <laughs> not like me where i was like i don't know which button does what <laughs> yeah. uh, but, so i've been keeping myself warm and uh <laughs> not showered with nintendo switch that sounds like a great, that sounds like unemployment, <laughs> it does. except, except you have a paycheck coming in. And so. I've been ordering like takeout and stuff. Cause I <laughs> went off my diet and I was just like, uh, whatever. How about you, Sarah? <laughs> what have you been up to? Um, I don't actually have a lot to update this week. Oh, good, uh, birds pooped on my car again. Yeah, I know. Um, I guess the big thing right now in LA is that 
there were fires. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's not really close to me, but I can smell it. Like I live in Glendale and the fires are, they're kind of like up in the places where there are always fires and it, you know, knock on wood, it doesn't usually come down here. Although I think there have been times when like Burbank people have been like almost evacuated because I can see the mountain. Not, it's not those mountains, but I can see mountains near me. So sometimes there are fires up there, I think. Um, this one's a little far from me, but I can still smell it when I have my, my door open or windows open. It smells like fire and yeah. it's like, it's scary. Um, can you, but, so you can't you know, see it though? Can, no, like at no, night, can you see the like the flame? No, it's too far away. It's okay. like it's not like because north of me there are mountains, but then it's like the this fire is really far west and north, so it's kind of like up in the valley. Valley, I guess. I don't know. I saw it on the map, and I was like, that's kind of far. Um, because I think, yeah, last year we had a lot of fires like north of where I am now. So those I probably would have been able to see or at least the smoke because I don't even see any smoke right now. But I just yeah. smell the fire and it's like, yeah, OK, so you're in winter right now. We're in fire because <laughs> <laughs> fire season is it's usually summer, I yeah. think. But it changes all the time and global, global warming. warming. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what's we've had such weird weather the last few years with like droughts and rains and it's just not good so everything's okay here in glendale but yeah that's i guess my only update i have nothing interesting but well, la's on fire so well hopefully they'll put it all out by the time i go there hopefully yeah but, or hopefully but, yeah by the time this episode comes out people will be like what fire like, yeah by, by the same people <laughs> listen to this episode i will already be back from la i think yeah, oh yeah maybe yeah huh. yeah yeah because this one should come out Right after I come back from LA, I oh, think. Oh, wow. Huh. I wonder how your trip was. Huh, it was probably good. We probably recorded <laughs> a podcast or two, yeah. or three. <laughs> we don't know. We'll figure it out. At least uh, one. Otherwise, the trip's yeah. a waste. <laughs> also, I don't have to worry about the Dodgers. Yeah. Our, I didn't want to bring it up. But. Uh, do you want know like this? We'll get to Weezer in a second. But <laughs> <laughs> this year, I, I don't know. I was just like so numb to it. Like normally I've been mm. like pissed or sad or like I was still sad, but. It wasn't like the next day. I wasn't just like consumed by thinking about it. It was hmm. like I have been in the past couple of years. This well, year, that's was just good, like, I guess. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was more <laughs> like, oh, fuck this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I know what that's like being a 49ers fan. Anyways. They're 4 0 as we speak. The 49ers? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. They're good. They played. <laughs> Well, who knows? Maybe they're four and two by the time this comes out. <laughs> probably, probably. But they're, they I think this, this was year. a fluke. Uh, uh, don't don't get my that's my for hopes that's up for our other year. podcast. That's for our sports podcast that we. <laughs> I, I that would we, never have a sports podcast. <laughs> we should have one where I just tell you about sports. It was really funny. There was a percast up. Ep- yeah, that would be good. There was a, a percast episode where we were talking about Ravens, like the bird, and then somebody's like, "I think the Ravens are a sports team," and I was like, "Yeah, I think it's football," and everyone else is like, "Yeah, I don't know what sport it is." I was like, "I'm pretty sure it's football," <laughs> but nobody was listening to me. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Anyway, also coached by a Harbaugh at one point. Anyway, That's not true. important. All I know about football is related 40, to the 49ers. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Weezer. Let's talk about the opposite of football, which is Weezer <laughs> specifically. Unless we're talking uh, about football as in soccer, which we did in an episode. But he says 
quarterback in the song. So, um, which one? Quarterback sack or something, and I think it's a Red Album song. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> but but this this week we're talking. About, I just peaked for sure on that one. <laughs> this week we're talking about uh, MySpace songs. Songs. Woo! Rivers recorded three songs. Well, he probably did more, but there's four songs that he did on MySpace. Yeah. And uh, put them out, and then three of them got taken down for copyright violations, supposedly. Yeah, that's funny. I just read that today when I was like reading a little bit about them. I just want to say, too, that this is a really good because last week we talked about the Weezer webisodes. Oh, yeah. And that was very much like reminded me of being in college and like watching the video capture device and stuff in my dorm room. This episode also reminds me of college because these songs. So MySpace, for those of you who don't know, MySpace was a social <laughs> network. Um, yeah, this was like in two thousand four. Pre Facebook. Pre Facebook. Yeah, Facebook was around Way like two thousand three, two thousand four. Pre Twitter, pre YouTube, all that. Um, and oh, yeah, yeah, we were all in MySpace. Yeah, yeah. YouTube was like two thousand six or seven, I think. And yeah, um, and it wasn't up an essential part of our lives. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Uh, so, so yeah, this reminded me cause I remember rivers, MySpace, and I remember that being a big thing, like on the boards and people would talk about it and these songs came out also, also, um, this episode is sort of, I think a prequel to, uh, whenever we talk about make believe that episode, oh, I feel like yeah. this is like a precursor to make believe cause it was around this time. And we'll get into it, but yes. Yeah, we have to. Uh, we, I know I've said this a bunch of times. We have to figure out maybe like once a month we'll do like half of an album. Yeah, I like, feel like we could do all of Make Believe. Well, I, I feel mean, like we could do it. Yeah, well, we'll figure it. That's yeah. probably an off-air conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> aren't all podcasts just off-mic conversations? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my, so the MySpace stuff is interesting too because as we've talked a bunch and especially last week the webisodes about how Weezer especially Rivers embraces the internet in a way that a lot of other artists didn't at the time mm -hmm. have we mentioned that he posted on the Weezer message boards he was ace right he was ace yeah yeah, yeah. and then everyone I, would always <laughs> joke are you ace <laughs> you never know who ace was you know <laughs> yeah uh, I, I wonder how much he did look at it because it seems like for a person who was really stung by all the criticism of Pinkerton and a lot, you know, the internet is even then was a toxic place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like hearing all of the people talking shit about, you know, Oh, Maladroit sucks. So, you know, the green album's terrible. Uh, I wonder. Yeah. Do you think that would have made him? That. Yeah. Like what would that have made him more or less likely to go on the boards? Cause I feel like he, because he's so sensitive, he probably wants to know what people are thinking, but it also might turn him off from it. I, I think when you're, when you're that big, you can't be reading everything. And that's just like a fire hoop. Like the, we'll, we'll talk about the boards a lot more later, but I, I don't, I don't think he really did. I don't know. He, he did write a song, which I, I hope, and I'm sure we'll talk about, at some point because it was an it was an album five demo which was a make-believe demo there's a song that he wrote called private message which i think was about the boards hmm. i don't know i don't know um i think he was on it more than more than you think just lurking he's one of those lurkers uh, the lurkers the worst <laughs> 
yeah it's like just post something uh yeah so these myspace songs um i don't remember if rivers was in my top eight but he may have been <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not sure because i my, my myspace page is still there i just can't uh, log into it because i do not mm-hmm. know which email i used at the time hmm. i looked at fatboy slim lp at awol.com and it wasn't that one yeah which is one i would have thought it would have been yeah but. I definitely deleted my MySpace. I went through a lot of phases where I just deleted stuff. Because <laughs> I mean, my I... private. So that's. Oh, where's the fun in that? <laughs> well, I, well, you deleted yours. That's even more. Like, I know. I, I could theoretically get back into mine and see shit. Cause I, I think that's I did true. a couple of years ago. Hmm. But I don't Interesting. Know. I don't know which email it's, it's attached to now. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I did try like this week when we're talking about this I I tried to log in I just man I don't know how many emails I had back like now I just have the one that I use for everything yeah like the one personal one and then the work one mm-hmm. yeah it's a different time I was watching you've got mail recently yeah I've watched it like a few times since I bought it I I want to watch it every day I just don't have to <laughs> I want to do a thing where I watch you've got mail every day for a year. <laughs> Like and I don't know. I always, yeah. Ow, what you, podcast? There was a podcast called, uh, I think it's like the worst idea of all time. <laughs> and they watched Grown Ups. Oh, I, I think, think I have heard of that. I don't know if it was every day, but it was at least <laughs> once a week. <laughs> I think I heard of, I've heard of that. But, um, I have point to look is, it up now. yeah. But yeah. The po- point is that, uh, what point was I getting at? Oh, just that we're in a different time now where it's like, you've got mail could never happen. Because nobody's anonymous on the internet. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Tom Hanks's character would have had like a verified Twitter and she just never would have talked to him. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. It just, it was a different time. It was back time. in the MySpace days. <laughs> um, so before we go, move on. Mm-hmm. So th- they watch it once a week. They watch a bad movie. The first season they watch Grown Ups 2. <laughs> Neither of them had seen the first Grown Ups film. <laughs> the second season, they watched Sex in the City 2. Oh, no. And uh, season three, they watched We Are Your Friends, which I don't even remember what that I is. I don't know what that is. And then the fourth and final season, they watched Sex in the City. <laughs> Fun fact, I have actually seen the Sex in the City 2 movie. Not the first movie and not the TV show because I was trying to be social. This also takes me back to college. I think it was sophomore year of college. Sex in the City 2 came out. No, that and wasn't I, that far back, was it? Yeah. I remember who I went with and it would have been that year. <laughs> but uh, my roommates wanted no, to go it see it. it what? Sex in the City 2? Yeah, you must have seen Sex in the City. Oh, because no, Sex and oh, the City you was know 2008. What it was? You know what it was? It wasn't Sex and the City too. Sorry, it was um, Bridget Jones's Diary too. Oh, okay, that makes more <laughs> sense. I was like, Sex and the, that was not that long ago. Like, oh, you're really? not that young, yeah. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! When did Bridget Jones's Diary come out? Two. Uh, two? Bridget Jones's Diary two. The Edge of Reason. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I just know that off the top <laughs> oh, of my head for some you reason. Didn't even have to look that up. Wow. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just know that? myself. I don't know. I thought you were. Yeah, that was 2004. It. So that okay. Was, yes. Yeah. Yes. November of 2004. So that was 
That was right when you started college. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was no, no, my year. sophomore, was year. sophomore mm-hmm. year. My crappy roommates wanted to go see Bridget Jones too. And I was trying to be social and I was like, you know what? I really don't want to see this movie, but I'm going to be social and go with them and see it. And I paid however much a movie ticket costs and saw a shitty, shitty movie. And I regret it. Don't ever let people like, don't ever do things that you don't want to do just because you're trying to be social, be antisocial and stay in your apartment with your cats. That's what I've learned. I- I, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> but it, yeah, so, so the, back to Weezer with these my, yeah. with these MySpace songs. They're they're just a, acoustic cover songs. Yeah, with a little bit actually, of like, yeah, a little synth bit of like some synth. Yeah, I imagine he did it all himself. You know, and they're you know they sound the sound quality is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not just like a bootleg. It's not mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a mountain goat song where you know, it's very <laughs> lo-fi. It uh-huh. sounds like he did it in a studio. And that's not making fun of the mountain goats. Oh, no. Mountain yeah. goats. Mm-hmm, me too. But it, it sounds like it's done in a studio or probably in his home studio. I yeah, the one he has one. We talked oh, about well, in his that. episode. Yeah, probably that one. Um, but the first one I think we should talk about. Oh, so the first three, did, did you see what the connection was between the first three? Yes. Yes, I all, did. They're all Anne songs. Mm-hmm. Did you see why? Uh, I did not. Oh, I saw. Oh. I don't remember. Yeah. They're, oh, my God. Did you read? Okay. Speaking of MySpace, did you know that? Do you remember you could write stuff and put it on MySpace? Like, like, I guess it would kind of be like a note or like a blog entry. Yeah. 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 I remember that. So Rivers wrote something and I think he actually wrote this for a class at Harvard. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's super long. It's like an essay and it's called a mad and furious master. And it's basically talking about, and he put this on MySpace, and I remember this and I remember like reading it and it's, you, you know, back in that day we were talking about like how cool it was to, you know, see something new from a, from a band that wasn't just their songs. It was like, you could yeah. get an insight into their world. Uh, and so rivers posted this thing called a mad and furious master and it's basically about how, how he's tired of sex, basically. Uh, it's about how he, you know, he became this successful musician and all these women wanted to sleep with them, but he felt very empty. And so he decided to be celibate, like intention, not like, not like an incel, like <laughs> yeah. a vol cell, like voluntarily <laughs> celibate. So he talks about like how hard it is and how he's like trying to date people. And basically he's, he decided to be celibate for two years or until he finds a wife, whichever comes first. Yeah. Which reading this again, it's like a little bit uncomfortable, but he's talking about like being around all these women and not being able to do anything. And, uh, and then there's, you have to think that your view on sex is a lot different in that when you have that situation, Mm -hmm. like you hear about all the rock stars and stuff, you know, do crazy stuff. And it's because, your yeah, your relationship with sex is a lot different than yeah, it well, is with us. Even normals, the, the yeah, even the the very beginning of this essay talks about how like he had like a fivesome. <laughs> he doesn't word it that way, but I just called it that. But basically, like that's what being a rock star is is like is that. Uh, so anyway, he so basically it was, so it's Brian, Pat, Matt, <laughs> Rivers, and. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> don't write my fan fiction. Um, okay, so <laughs> so that's not my fan fiction. Uh, anyway, where were Yours we? Yours only involves Matt. <laughs> Matt Sharp, not Five not Matts. 
<laughs> oh yeah, Matt Shaw. I forgot your name was Matt. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Okay, so so he's talking about oh, there's this funny part where he talks about trying internet dating and he fills out all these questions to be on this internet dating site and then after he does that it says we're sorry but there's no one in our database that is appropriate for you. Thank you. And I it just took me back. I remember that happening to me too cuz at one point I think I tried like match.com or something yeah, and it, after I filled out also. all those yeah, those questions it like says e like sorry, we don't have anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of fish.com. So yeah. So, so he's just talking about like trying to find someone and then he, I'm just kind of skimming through it, but he basically couldn't find anyone, but, but he's, he's celibate and he decides to go to school and maybe he can meet someone there. It's basically like everything he's doing is to meet someone, which is a little bit strange. Uh, so speaking of the internet, so he tries out internet dating, but can't join the site. And then he went to friendster.com. Uh, well, he says online social networks like friendster.com. So remember friendster? I was never on friendster. I wasn't but, on friendster. Either. They have yeah. pre MySpace. Yeah. So he says, I quickly found someone that seemed like wife material, <laughs> which first of all, this is <laughs> creepy. <laughs> this is very, this whole thing made me very uncomfortable. I'm sure at the time I didn't think anything of it, but reading it now, it's like a little bit strange. I quickly found someone that seemed like wife material. She was beautiful, talented, and appeared to have the same values as me. I wrote many messages to her trying to get her attention, but she didn't respond. This, of course, made me even crazier for her. Uh-huh. So I started uploading songs that I'd recorded for her. Even And these are the songs we're talking about. Even after radio stations started downloading the songs and playing them on the air, she still wasn't impressed. Then a friend of mine who also happened to know her contacted me and said, what are you doing, man? She's totally wrong for you. I was incredulous. Why, I asked. Let me tell you, he said, and then recited a massive litany of reasons which I had to agree, albeit reluctantly, were totally legitimate. Apparently, I hadn't really seen the woman, but rather the projection of my own desires onto her online profile. Also, he's being creepy, so that's also yeah. why. <laughs> I can imagine the friend of hers being, she's probably creeped out, and he's like, hey, Rivers, let me tell you why she's wrong for you. Here are all the things, and it's like he's just trying to get Rivers to back off because he's making her his friend creeped out. <laughs> well, it's the, it's the whole romantic comedy grand gesture that works in a movie, but yes. in real life, it's like, Oh, you're a stalker. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fact that he hadn't even talked to her. Cause I, Oh, and by the way, I didn't even mention this woman. Okay. And I don't, I couldn't find a confirmation that this was true, but I remember hearing about it is that the woman that he was talking to was the woman who wrote the song Invincible that he covered, which is one of the songs we're talking about. And her name is Anne, like, Poonkasem or something. Yeah. She was That's a model from Tampa. Who, yes. Well, let's jump and, into that song then. Yeah. I know we were going to okay, go sure. in a different order, but yeah, so yeah. this is the shortest one. Invincible, unbreakable, unstoppable, unshakable, invincible, incredible, untouchable, unbelievable. Break 
Like and a, I found the original song and it's yeah, also, it's just a clip. It's a sample. So maybe this isn't the whole song, but, but it's covering. It's all that he song. covered too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the original Invincible is a Ooh. terrible song. Oh God. It made my ears bleed. <laughs> the auto-tune the, yeah. you know, early 2000s auto-tune um, and how was she still out of tune with auto-tune <laughs> it's just it a bad song yeah it's that's true so she, she's like a model actress whatever uh, from tampa she, she's like a former miss tampa is mm-hmm. what her twitter page says uh, which she doesn't post on really um she record she recorded like this one minute long song invincible that the lyrics are just basically like <laughs> repeating themselves. Cause well, yeah. the, the only part that we heard, I mean, we heard the chorus, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is bad. <laughs> it is bad. It is real bad. Um, Oh, but I, his version was not bad. I mean, you know, the words are ridiculous, but it sounds good. Yeah. 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 And I like like rivers version is so different. Oh, I just, I Googled, Anne Punkasem is a, a professional, or Wikipedia says she's a professional singer, model, television host, and former love interest of Rivers Cuomo. That, that's so Weezerpedia that says that. Not oh, it Wikipedia. is Weezerpedia. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was like, wow, that's, that's so weird. Oh, is that where you got the Mad and Furious Master thing from the Weezerpedia? Yes, but I had read it on MySpace when it was on MySpace. Like, I remember reading that, and it was kind of a big deal. She was a contestant on I Want to Be a Hilton. Huh. But yeah, so I guess, I guess I did get that piece of trivia correct. Cause I remember people, it was this thing on the boards where these songs came out and people noticed, you know, after the second one came out, people were noticing this theme of Anne or Annie. And then the third one came out and it's like, okay, this is definitely a thing. And I think this, the thing is, I don't know that he, he didn't write it anywhere. Like in this essay, he doesn't ever name her. So I don't exactly know when this was confirmed, but it's confirmed enough to be on Weezerpedia and people were talking about it on the boards. I mean, confirmed enough to be on Weezerpedia doesn't mean much. It it doesn't, but again, I remember people saying, maybe it was just a rumor. I don't know. We'll Uh, never know, probably. Yeah, I mean, like the song itself, there's really not much to say about this one. No. But it's that his cover The acoustic version sounds way better. Yeah, way better and way different. Yeah, and like when the drums come in, it, it's because like the her version's like sounds like an like an eighties R and B dance song, mm-hmm. only with a really bad singer, <laughs> and uh, you know, and so it builds and there's like a breakdown, you know, and but in his the breakdown is when like drums come in, like mm-hmm. like you know cymbals and then the drums, and I think it sounds cool. Yeah, we can move on to want to talk about Annie's song. My senses Like a night in a forest Like the mountains in springtime Like a walk in the rain Like a storm in the desert 
Yeah, yeah. So Annie's song, it's a cover of John Denver uh, from 1974, the 1974 album Back Home Again. Mm. The song itself hit number one, the Denver, John Denver version, not the Rivers version. <laughs> um, so the song was written. So John Denver wrote about his wife when they were separated for like six days. Aww. He wrote it while he was on a ski lift. So it took him 10 minutes to write this song. What? But it's so good. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard the original actually. Me either. Until, did you listen yeah. to the original? I did. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, I mean, both I love the lyrics. Really you fill up my senses like night in a forest, like the mountains in springtime, like a walk in the rain, like a storm. Like a sleepy blue ocean You fill up my senses Come fill me again Come let me love you Let me but, So there's there's this guy, Tom Brahan I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly But he, uh, on Stereo Gum He's right. He's reviewing every single song that hit number one, like in order. Mm. So Annie's song, since it hit number one, and he's at least up to the mid seventies. Um, he wrote about this about the John Denver version, of course. He wrote um, Annie's song is a piece of work so sincerely sentimental that it risks absolute corniness, but that sincerity is why it works. And then he also says that the melody is elementally simple, almost hymn-like. Hmm. And he talks about how it kind of, you know, just acoustic and then John Denver's voice and then it builds in like a string section. Yeah. So, I mean, it is like a, a really good song, but, you know, it's it's all about his wife. And then later they got divorced and Aww. it was really ugly. Like, oh, I guess no. John Denver wrote in his autobiography that he, like, he grabbed her by her neck at one point. Oh, geez. Or by her throat. And it's like, oh, well, all people are bad. <laughs> are yeah. terrible people. John Denver, and, you're canceled. Yeah, right. And all relationships start out great and get terrible. <laughs> and <laughs> Show and me like, one that hasn't. <laughs> Kim and Kanye? Well, I guess guess, they are perfect for each other. Yeah. We don't know though. We don't know. But but also a crazy thing that he did, like when, when they were in the middle of their divorce, he was so pissed off. He got a chainsaw and he cut up all their furniture. What? Um, okay. Yeah. John Denver, like Uh. the, you know, the, like the nice, nice little blonde guy with the glasses who sings these folk songs and he was in the Muppets and (laughs) He was in the, one of the Muppet movies and everything. He has a beautiful voice. He writes these great songs. And also a chainsaw-wielding maniac. <laughs> hey, Miss Peggy was also in the Muppets, and she has some issues. Yeah, so. she could use a chainsaw. Oh, yeah. I'd be surprised if she hasn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing it. I'm I don't know. It's hard it. to with hooves. Do pigs have hooves? Uh, they do. I don't know if she does. Does she have hands or hooves? She probably has hands. 
<laughs> they all have hands. I mean, frogs don't have hands, and Kermit in his hands. He plays the banjo. Frogs have hands-ish. More than hooves. Yeah. They have little, like, suction cups. The right? Swedish chef has hands. He has real That's hands. Unlike Swedish people. <laughs> <laughs> but he has real hands, unlike the rest of the Muppets. Well, it's true. Or like human, like real human hands. Yeah, but anyways, any song. Like it, it's it's a beautiful song. Like it is. The lyrics are so good. And it's it's so simple, but and it, like I, like the guy wrote, it is super corny, but it works because it's so. But sincere. it's not. I don't know. I'm usually like really not a fan of corny things, and I liked this. I feel like if I can stand this, it must not be that corny. Well, I, I think it's also because like John Denver's voice is so good. And, yeah. And do you want John, Den- John Denver song? River should cover more John Denver songs because yeah. man, his voice is perfect for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. River's version. I, I've listened to River's version so much. Yeah. And again, I had never listened to the John Denver version till probably today. I mean, maybe I had before, but I didn't remember. But River's version, so good. His his voice around this time, because, well, you know, when we talk about make-believe, we'll talk about this, but I really love his voice around this time. I feel like he, you know, he's feeling something, even if that's... Well, he's, being, sing, he's actually singing. It's like he's not yeah. just saying the... Uh, like. Like he's putting the, yeah, he's putting the feeling behind them. Mm-hmm. But this whole essay too shows that like, okay, even though it's a little bit cringy, uh, he's still, he's, he's feeling a lot right now. And I, I, I do feel like that comes through in his singing and you, you feel like he's, he cares about what he's saying. Yeah. Even if it's like for some weird reason, like to try and woo some person he's never talked to, <laughs> but it's genuine. It's a genuine emotion. And I like that. You can tell. And I think it's also, as we talk about, we're after Pinkerton, for the most part, everything just gets so perfectly done and chopped up and, you know, and um, auto, no, you're not auto-tuned, but I'm sure it is a little bit, but mm-hmm. everything is just made so perfect that kind of some of the emotion comes out. And this is a lot, more, like it's, rec- like I said, it's recorded very well. Like this, mm-hmm. the sound, you could, if you just played this, if this came up on your shuffle, on, yeah, people still have shuffles, right? <laughs> it's on your i on on your discman, then uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it's out of place. You wouldn't think, oh yeah, this is like a bootleg recording or something. No, I had these songs on my iPod. Yes, my iPod back in <laughs> whenever I had an iPod. It was an iPod Classic. Ooh. Uh, what size? A thirty-two gig, sixteen gig? I don't remember which one it was, but I remember the artist was rivers myspace <laughs> that's how it was listed in my ipod <laughs> man what a uh, time these aren't on spotify by the way like no they're not they're, they're the only on place they are is just youtube mm-hmm. because they're they were never officially released it was just no. he put stuff on his on his mice and i'm surprised they were taken I don't think they I were do. actually taken down because of copyright violations. I don't remember that. And it's, it doesn't seem like something MySpace would do. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more, to, yeah, especially Invincible. Oh, you know what? I'm having this memory now. <laughs> Ow, a memory. Uh, I'm having a memory of people. Uh, did, did, maybe people thought, I don't know if this is true, but I think people thought that Rivers took it down himself and he, claimed it was copyright because he was embarrassed because she... You know, he did all this for her and then she didn't want to be with him. 
That's what I'm thinking, and I that, don't know if that it's makes true. more sense because yeah, because like Invincible, especially that wasn't anywhere. Mm, no, like who would who would do who the would copyright? File, yeah, the copyright claim. <laughs> and tomorrow, I mean, yes, that is a song yeah, that somebody how else many people to, put that yeah. up on MySpace. Exactly. But then again, like the last song we're going to talk about is very much not copywritten or, you yeah, know, it's the public domain. Yeah. So I wonder if he did that because of the, I, I don't know. I honestly yeah. don't know. We'll never know. Um, also something that goes through all three of these is, you know, the synths that he uses instead of yes. string mm-hmm. sounds kind of corny. Um, that, that, that that's like something it. that I, yeah, I mean, it fits the aesthetic, but I do think <laughs> If I don't know, it, it, it kind of takes me out of it a little. I wanted to know what he was using. I was trying to, f- I was trying to figure out like what, cause it's not like a Moog synth. It doesn't sound like that. It almost sounds like, I don't know. I want to know what, like what instrument he was using there, but I, I maybe you that. could search through that video, that the webisode and see if you can spot his mm. synth. Oh yeah. <laughs> in, in his home studio. Yeah. Maybe. Cause it's probably <laughs> but, the same one. I'm sure. I mean, if it, if he likes it and it works, you know, you don't, people use the same guitar, you know, the same guitars their entire careers. I'm sure synths yeah. are the same. Or, oh, was it like, um, oh, what's that instrument where you blow into it and it also has keys? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's not oh, an omnichord. It's, it's a harmo. No, no, not a harmonium. What is it? I can't remember, but it sounds almost like that. Yeah. The, the guy... Um, I forgot his name. The guy, Stephen Colbert's band, um, uh-huh. Melodica. That's what it's called. Melodica. Yes. Yes. And oh, it's, it's so funny. I was in the process of typing into my Google search bar instrument. You blow into with keys. I put, and- I put piano wind. And <laughs> so you got it quicker, but yeah, mine also brings up Melodica. <laughs> instrument you blow into with keys and the guys the guy you know colbert's band leader is john batiste who's you know a pretty well-known um musician that i couldn't remember his name but he he plays the melodica a lot oh neat on that That could be it uh i don't think it sounds like that wait hold on i'm playing oh yeah no it doesn't Oh, sorry. I was playing it. <laughs> it was coming through my headphones. <laughs> yeah, no, it does not sound like that. Actually. No, it's so, too, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's more, it's deeper than that. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, like there's more depth to that, but it's, I don't think there's like enough depth, like, I don't know, like, like a 70s TV wonder song where he's I a mean, synth. It could also just be some like garage band. I mean, I'm not saying he was using oh, yeah. garage band cause he's probably using like something fancier, but it could just be like one of those plug-in instruments. That's true. Yeah. It was just it's just his keyboard in front of the settings. Yeah. <laughs> he just opened up GarageBand and chose one of their preset instruments. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah but, but any song. Yeah. I, I I really want him to cover more John Denver songs. Yeah. But like this, you know, like not overly produced. Just well, Yeah, because the John it. Denver songs weren't overly yeah. produced. Even with a big string section in the song, it didn't feel like, you know super clean but also it's you know mid 70s nothing ever sounded super clean because it Mm -hmm. wasn't (laughs) yeah because you had to cut the you had to physically cut the tape yeah instead of just pressing control v (laughs) yeah so this is a good song yeah um the next song Mm -hmm. you mentioned it it's tomorrow 
from the music from the 1977 <laughs> musical Annie. originally written for for a musical of flowers for Algernon oh but like I guess it was performed like I saw like a Washington Post article from like 1980 that mentioned that this was originally that tomorrow was originally that and flowers for Algernon is a really weird choice for a musical mm. from what I remember in high school when I read it I don't remember that I think I don't want to get it wrong, but I think, I'm pretty sure it's about like a, ment- a mentally handicapped guy oh, and his wait. mouse. And I do all that remember stuff. that. I did read that. I think. Yeah, huh. but they made but a musical yeah. out of it. Huh? That would it be weird. Um, and uh, you know, Annie, of course, went on to win Best Musical Tony, and it's everywhere. And mm. for some reason, in my head, I did not think it was '77. I thought this was like one that's been around forever. Yeah, I guess I don't have an. I feel like Annie has always existed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that's based like in the Depression and all that. I think isn't hmm, it? Is it? I have no idea. Maybe I don't have know. I, music, even, I don't know musicals. I don't know that I've ever even seen a version of Annie, and yet I feel like we all know it. Yeah, well, everyone knows the song tomorrow for sure. Yes. Saying all about that's order from your commander in chief. Okay, so tomorrow... Okay, so wait, wait, you have seen Annie or you haven't? I have not. Okay, so neither of us has seen Annie. So we don't know in what context this song is in the musical Annie. No. Okay, because... It is during the Depression. It's Okay. I wonder that... I was going to say, I've always thought of the song tomorrow as an an optimistic song for some reason. And then when I listen to Rivers' version, it seems very sad, but it makes more sense that 
any version of tomorrow is sad. I think it, and should be. I mean, you know, we're we're, trot, we're like treading territory that we, <laughs> we're well out of our depth. But hey, that's what this podcast is. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it does sound like it's it's optimistic, but there's also that tinge of sadness. Well, like, and there's a line that I couldn't remember if this was in the original song or if this was something rivers changed but the last line says because it you know in in the whole rest of it it says tomorrow you're only a day away but then at the end it says tomorrow you're always a day away which is like sad is that how it is in the original by the songwriters charles strauss and martin turnin okay so i think it's meant to be a sad song But I've like, you see all these little kids singing it and they're all happy. And by the way, fun fact in the movie, you've got mail. There's a scene where, uh, Tom Hanks's uh, his characters. Yeah. His characters. She's like his, um, she's his aunt, but she's younger than him. She's like eight years old or something because his dad married someone younger and his grandpa married someone younger than they had. Anyway, they love to do in movies, (laughs) but anyway, point is that there's a scene, I think it's on Thanksgiving or something where that girl is singing tomorrow, (laughs) but she's all like happy about it. You know, it's like, it's not, it doesn't seem like a sad song when kids sing it, but when River sings it, it's sad. Yeah. I think also with the acoustic guitar, like it makes uh, the acoustic guitar does lend itself to being a sad song, a more melancholy yes. song than, you know, the, the bouncy piano. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I did want to say that the song was originally done by Andrea, uh, McArdle. She was the, the first Annie in oh. 1977. And there were some clips of her. There's a clip of her on the Merv Griffin show singing Ooh. it live. Wow. Like, oh, yeah. She can sing. When I'm stuck with a day that's gray and long, Stick up my chin and grin and say, oh, the sun will come out tomorrow, so you gotta hang on till tomorrow. Come what may, tomorrow, tomorrow, I love ya, tomorrow, you're always a day away. Girl, they they put on Broadway. She can sing. What a what a shocker! <laughs> but I I like Rivers' version. He really hits. He hits those high notes. Yeah, I mean, he. I wrote down like Rivers has a high voice, but not as high as a little girl's. So, but I still think it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like a really really tough song to sing. Yeah, it does. And we always have kids sing it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know who we is. I, I don't ask anyone to, I don't do you, ask. Do you go see musicals? <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to watch the cats movie. Um, I've seen, I've hardly seen any musicals. I've seen the nutcracker and I've seen wicked. <laughs> like, like live. Yeah. Or, uh-huh. Okay. I've never seen a musical live. It's, I, it's fun. I, I mean, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that noise I made was. It's fun. I'm not like a musical person, but yeah, uh, I, I I would see Hamilton. I've never seen yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, I think I would I'd, see Hamilton. Uh, actually, I, uh, maybe. I mean, I've been to places where Hamilton is when I'm on vacation. <laughs> and that's the time where you would go see it when you're mm-hmm. really spending all that money. That's true. But it does cost a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never seen a live. Like, I can't even think of the last movie musical I saw. 
well, you could go see cats. I mean, I could, but I won't. <laughs> You're going to miss out on a, on a train wreck. <laughs> I. It's going to yeah. be great. I have better things to do with my time. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. But Well, I also, I, I have a cat podcast, so it's it's important for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, like how I might go to uh, Phoenix in February to go see Weezer play at the Innings Festival. Yeah. Because... Hey, I've always wanted to go to spring training and have a Weezer podcast, so... Yeah, you should go. I'm not going to go see Weezer, but actually, I just found out that Ozma is playing here in December, and I was like, should I go? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'd be more likely to go see Ozma than Weezer. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. I might. Well, it's only like 25 bucks. <laughs> and it's at, um, I think it's at the Echo, which is like a, a nice, like, smallish venue. So I would go see almost anything at a small venue. Yeah, that's true. That's just fun. So yeah, Dinosaur Junior is coming here oh. in a few in like a month. I bet, I bet Matt Sharp is gonna go see Ozma because he's friends with them. Oh, you can give <laughs> him your business there? card. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God, what if he's there and I see him and it's really weird? Hand up your card and say, "I host a Weezer podcast." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you love talking about Weezer. Oh God! Um, so I should go to this awesome show. Okay, okay. Yeah, so so this is one of the ten million covers of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I the one part I didn't really like is the drums when they came in. I don't know the drums just sounded weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know they sounded like frail, <laughs> like. Mm. Not, but well, they it sounds like I I don't know if those are like real drums or if they're computer drums. It would make sense if they're computer drums. Yeah, but. But uh, it's just a, you know, it's, it's obviously not a fully recorded and yeah. mixed song. It's just mm-hmm. something he did himself. But uh, yeah, uh, do you want, I liked all three of those songs, like all three of the Anne trilogies. Me too. Uh, the Annie trilogies. Like mm-hmm. the, they would, they would all be ones that if he recorded, you know, a, a little better, you know, studio version, I would think they'd all work Yeah, you know, on an album, on, mm-hmm. on an alone record. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I'm it sounds better than a lot of the stuff I've heard from Alone. Honestly. Well, I'm surprised these didn't end up on an Alone album. Yeah, maybe maybe the stuff you're talking about where he oh. feels embarrassed. Yeah, kept it off there. That's a good point, huh? Yeah. But yeah, I like this. I wonder if if this song is ever like how often it gets covered by grown men. You know, I mean. Because anyone can sing like it. A, it's not specific to like a little girl, but you know, there's one of those like punk, you know, the punk cover version of tomorrow, Ooh. like the me first and the gimme gimme's or whatever. And, uh, I would listen to that. There's probably a metal version because it's a metal version of everything. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder yeah. how many like actual band, like non novelty recordings there are. Yeah. But like the lyrics are so great. It's like, Anyone should be able to sing that. It's very relatable. Well, I mean, yeah. Anybody yeah. should be able to sing it, but they can't sing, hit <laughs> yeah, those notes true. like Rivers can. Uh, yeah, yeah, his true. voice was so good. I, I wonder if he, if he can still sing like that. Cause he can, I don't think really he can. Hear you just, yeah, you don't hear it. That's why I like these is like, I want to hear him sing. And he does that on these. We were talking a few weeks ago about when they cover lithium. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it lithium? Yeah. I think. Yeah. But, um, when they cover the Nirvana song, you know, and made Dave Grohl cry. Yeah. Um, 
I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or not. <laughs> I think we did. Okay. But he, but I was like, oh yeah, his voice sounds pretty good. And I, it's hard. That's such an iconic song or mm-hmm. maybe not an iconic song. So a song that I've heard so much that it's hard to hear a different version of it. Yeah. But it's like, oh, and you know, think of anything, but that's not Kurt Cobain's voice. Mm-hmm. Unless you're one of those conspiracy theorists who think <laughs> Rivers is Kurt Rivers. But it's like, yeah, he has a good voice for like the, those kind of songs. They should do more of that. Yeah, I miss that. And instead we're getting, um, what's it called? What's Van the Weezer? next album? Van Weezer. I can't even remember. <laughs> on, on, okay Human might have more of that because... Maybe, they yeah. Said it, he's, they've said it's more atmospheric and moody and it has well, like a Well, if it's radio heady, is that a term well, radio heady? Like, well, that's, a, that's the thing. It's the album. He, the way he's described the album is that it's not like radio. It's just the references radio. The albums, the name okay. of it is re- referring to Radiohead because he said something about how it's more, you know, there's like a string section and everything in it. Hmm. And uh, so maybe it's going to be more, maybe he'll cover to a full version of any song. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Maybe he'll do some other John Denver though. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm intrigued. Whatever. <laughs> so should we, anything else about tomorrow before? Uh, it's only a day away. <laughs> it's always, always a day, a day, day away. away. Oh, so sad. The plumber will be here tomorrow. <laughs> it's true. You better. I need to shower. Mm. Um, yeah, there's one more song. Yes. It's uh, the Star Spangled Banner. It's written by Francis Scott Key. <laughs> Is part of, of the poem Defense of Fort McHenry, which he wrote in 1814. The song was, of course, about, you know, one of the battles in the War of 1812. And it's set to the tune of a popular British song of the time called uh, To Anacria in Heaven. Anacria in Heaven. I can't read my writing. It doesn't matter. Nobody it doesn't cares. matter. <laughs> uh, became the official national anthem of the United States of America in 1931. And uh, we've all heard this song probably more than almost any other song in our lives. Yeah. Probably more. And uh, the third verse that nobody hears is super racist because Francis Scott wow. Key is super racist. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, yeah. He was like super pro-slavery. Oh, of course. Sh- can we just make our new can we change our national anthem to be tomorrow sung by River School? Because <laughs> that's more accurate, I would say, to these times we live in. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think we should be glorifying war like this song is. <laughs> I don't want to get in a huge discussion about the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's just. There, the, I, I've mentioned Punch Up the Jam that podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did the they did the Star Spangled Banner on uh, one of their July Fourth episodes. So go listen to that and with for their discussion about it. Yeah, we um, don't need to talk about the Star Spangled Banner, but yeah, the we can talk about fine. it's fine. He, you know. He he does kind of hit that high note, but he doesn't really hold it long enough. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's such a showy of the song. It's Star Banner. It's, and yeah. it's not a good song. No, it's not. It's really not. It's so weird. Like, cause, you know, obviously, 
because I go and watch baseball games and you know soccer games. I go you know see the live games and they sing the Star Spangled Banner yeah. for every song or for every game, and you've heard a billion versions of it. Yeah, it's a, it, I, I don't know how you stand out. Well, you stand out by being Roseanne singing yeah. it. <laughs> it's either Roseanne or Whitney Houston. Yeah, or yeah. Marvin Gaye or uh-huh. Carl Lewis. It's like. Yeah. You have to be one of the extreme, extreme outliers. Like, mm-hmm. can, like nobody knows who the hell sang the national anthem during the Super Bowl last year. Like, nobody remembers. I have no idea. And that was viewed by a hundred million people, and uh-huh. nobody knows who the like. And maybe five hundred thousand remember the name of the person who sang it. Yeah, and if we ever tried to change it to anything, people would riot. And it's like it's just a song, you guys. It hasn't even been a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get rid of it. Let's throw it out. Yeah. Well, on that punch up the jam, they, uh, Demi, a DG Bay, writes his version of the national anthem that they should replace it with. We're going to have to check that. I'll have to check that out. You do. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you after this. Um, because it's hilarious. Um, I don't know. Do you do you have anything to say about the stars? Not really. <laughs> it's just a weird that like after these Annie songs, he's just like, all right, public domain time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, Maybe. it came out. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He recorded. Oh, it was uploaded to Weezer.com and streamed to MySpace. On, oh, this was okay. recorded July 2nd, 2004. So yeah. I am kind of surprised that they've never played the national anthem at any event before. I guess, but they're not. Well, I guess, yeah, it could be any event, like not. You know, they're not big enough for the Super Bowl. I don't know, but they could do it before a Dodgers game. Yeah, or like a soccer, like the World Cup or something. Rivers would probably love that. I mean, Death Cab for Cutie. If they do it at the World Cup. (laughs) No, they they do it before. I think they've done it before opening day at the Mariners. Mm. Because, uh, or at least Ben Gibbard has. um, Because he's a huge Mariners fan and he's from Seattle. Oh, interesting. I, I think... Yeah, maybe if Rivers was a baseball fan, he would have done it before maybe. a Dodgers mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it does kind of surprise me when bands... I mean, remember... Uh, this is just going to be going back into, hey, remember this terrible version? Uh, remember <laughs> when Steven Tyler sang it? Um, uh, no, but I, like <laughs> I can imagine it. <laughs> the Indianapolis 500? Huh. And, and, and he changed the words. <laughs> instead really? of saying, like, uh, yeah, instead of brave, he said... Your home of the Indianapolis 500 <laughs> 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 or maybe oh, it was God. Daytona 500 or something, but it was like, you know, that was a, that was a controversy for a little bit. <laughs> maybe that's a, that's one that you shouldn't change the words to. Yeah. Which is why we just got to throw it out. <laughs> yeah. No, I, nobody's going to ever let us throw it out. It's fine. Yeah. It was the Indianapolis 500. Uh, and Steven Tyler's voice is freaking terrible. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he's his voice is just sh- like you hear "Dream On," and then you hear <laughs> him singing now. You're like, that? How is that the same person? <laughs> but even then, I wouldn't want the same person who sings "Dream On" to sing the Star Spangled Banner. You know, like no. they're just different songs. Yeah, but I mean, at least his voice in "Dream On" sounds like, oh, this guy can can sing, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But now it's just like he just shrieks. Hmm. Time has yeah. not been kind. No, and all Steven the drugs Tyler. he did, I'm sure. Yeah. Time and drugs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We are all on drugs. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, 
we'll talk about make believe another time. Um, well, should we move into Rivers tweets? I only have like one. Yeah, I'll, while you say it, <laughs> I will look some up. So I did look up a few things. I couldn't find much. I will say I did look up the word tomorrow, and there were like a bajillion yeah. tweets because that's just that's a, a word people word. say. Yeah. Um, but I looked up Denver. Oh yeah. So by the way, Rivers Cuomo Rivers tweets is a oh, little yeah. segment where. We read Rivers tweets. That's it. Rivers Cuomo on October 12th, 2015. Mad dog. And then two sad crying emojis. I miss John Denver so much. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I did too until I found out that he was a domestic (laughs) abuser. Uh, So John Denver's not alive anymore? No, he died in a plane crash. Wait, did I know that? Probably. I think I've mentioned it on this podcast. Really? I don't know. Oh my God. We're 25 episodes Whoa. in. I can't remember anything. Do you know what John Denver's real name is? What? Henry John Deutschendorf <gasps> Jr. What? He was, oh yeah, I forgot. He was born in Roswell, New Mexico. What? And he died in Monterey Bay, California. Huh. Yeah. Well, there's a lot that I don't know about John Denver. Cause of death, plane crash. Wow. When, what year? Uh, 97. So yeah, he's been dead for 20 years. Wow. Okay. Well, I did not know that. He was married twice and both ended in divorce and ugly divorces. Aww. Uh, yeah, the, that article that, um, like I was, I forgot his name. I'll say it again. Uh, Tom Brahan. Mm-hmm. He mentioned how doing this project, you know, going back through people's lives, he realizes how much being a celebrity just kind of destroys people mm, like mm-hmm. morally and everything. Cause oh, yeah. there's so many bad stories <laughs> to do with these people. Mm. And you know, this is just, this is, he said, this is one of the saddest ones. Yeah. And, and cause he's not even talking about his death, just about the, uh, yeah. the divorce. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he was piloting his plane. He was an avid pilot. Wow. He died at the age of 53. Oh my God. Hmm. well that's sad yeah um i also just looked up for river suites i looked up the word friendster thinking i wouldn't find anything but i did november 1st 2009 napster friendster twitter they all have the er ending in common i wonder where they got it from cough weezer cough <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> did he mention myspace ever i don't think so yeah, he just once he just said, "New Weezer album Hurley now streaming on MySpace." <laughs> September sixth, twenty ten. Wow! Yeah, yeah. So later days of MySpace after we were all not on it anymore. Now yeah. it's for bands to put. So I don't know if bands still if Weezer still uses MySpace. I don't know. I wonder. It would be funny if just Rivers is just releasing stuff and nobody noticed. <laughs> He's released all of like the homie album. <laughs> Just nobody noticed. Yeah. That all these songs are on there. Um, so I, I have a couple thing. I have a couple tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, one from November 28th, 2010 rivers asks, does anyone in LA have the book writing musical theater? <laughs> so he's interested in the musicals. Oh, maybe he's writing a musical. 
Well, because a month later, December 30th, 2010, he said, anyone know anything about the musical writing or drama writing department at UCLA? Any <gasps> cool professors? What? Maybe he's been working on... Uh, Weezer on the musical? musical. <gasps> but for the past 10 years. Mm. I mean, there's all these jukebox, jukebox musicals. Jukebox musicals. That's What's a jukebox say. musical? It's just one word. It's based like on um, the like the catalog of a person, like a Billy Joel musical. It's out oh. there. Or um, there's a one from, oh shoot, what's her name? Carol? No, I can't remember her name. Shoot, what's it? It's called Beautiful is the name of the musical. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to look that up. Um, well, you never know. You never know. One of these days, the Rivers Cuomo musical could be out there. Carol King. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess they're getting very popular because they're easier for people to to watch than, say, Hamilton to, to enter. Because like, they're already like, hey, I, I love Billy Joel. I'll go see a bunch of his songs, you know, made into a loose story. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like you've got your built-in audience. Yeah. Yeah, Not like right. people I think going to see cats. True musical <laughs> people kind of look down on them, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they look down on cats too because I've heard it's a very terrible show. I talked to a couple people who recently who said it's actually pretty good. Huh. Well, I don't know if they were musical people. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, the movie's not going to be anything like the musical, but anyway. Yeah. Cats is a, is a subject for another day and another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Any more Rivers tweets? Uh, no, that's all I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and we should do, speaking of your other podcasts, why don't you tell everyone about your podcast and your social media? Uh, okay. Well, follow me on Instagram at Sarah Iyer, Twitter at Sarah and Julie Iyer. My other podcasts are the Percast, which I feel like I mentioned because talking about cats a lot. And then I do another podcast about animation and it's called The Bluth, The Whole Bluth, and Nothing But The Bluth. And we may or may not, whenever this comes out, have just uh, released our episode about Fern Gully, I hmm. think. So we talk about Don Bluth movies and then non-Bluth movies like Fern Gully. Yes, environmentalism. Basically, we learned that it's been 25 years since that movie and we're still destroying the earth. So <laughs> anyway, where are you on the internet? <laughs> Um, I don't have any other podcasts currently, but you can find me at FBI hop on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, I'm thinking about launching my other podcast again, but I gotta see if my other friend is, uh, up to recording a couple Mm -hmm. times a a month. Yeah. Do it over the internet. I mean, we live like half an hour away from each other. (laughs) Yeah, but still. (laughs) He works 20 minutes away from me. (laughs) Still the internet, it's easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we are on everything at Weezer Pod. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I never leave post us a review. On Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I always forget to mention it at the top of the show, but uh, leave oh, us a review yeah. on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you do leave us five stars, then we will read it on the air as long as it doesn't say anything uh, offensive or stuff that we don't racist. Want to say. Mm-hmm. And it has to as be five as, stars. As long as it's not the third verse of the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, put us in your top eight? Yep. Put, put the podcast in your top eight. That's how we end yeah. the podcast. 
Okay. Bye. Bye.